0: Hey, Josh Filber here. Super excited. I hope you're going to tune in for today's episode because if you've ever thought about how can I be better in my business, how can I transform my business and take it to that next level? Everything we do is sales, whether we're communicating with our spouse, whether we're going to pick out furniture or buy a car, we're also selling. So again, tune in today for today's episode with Riley Meek. Uh, It's going to be amazing. It's going to give you some ninja level techniques and tips and ideas, as well as talk a little bit about God and why money is important and why you need to have it. So again, check out this episode of Making Bank. And hey, guys, if you love this gear, freedom gear, gratitude gear, whatever that may be, some of the softest t-shirts, coolest hats, and uh, clothing for you, uh, go check out gratitudegear.com. Again, check out gratitudegear.com. Love their uh, merch check it out. Thanks. You are listening to Making Bank, where we uncover the mindset and success strategies of the top 1% so you can amplify your life and your business.
1: Man, I, uh, so I grew up in a small community in South Dakota, uh, which yes, that that is a state uh, for those that, that don't recognize that. It's a great place to be from. Uh, there's not a whole lot going on there now. So um, but my entrepreneurship journey, though, started at an early age, the age of 15. And it was more so out of a desire of, of, well, really learning what I didn't want to do. And that was have a job, have somebody put a value on my time. i not, uh, work is great. We we're, we're all called to work, right? But What I didn't want is or what I really didn't appreciate was somebody putting that value or that hourly rate on what my time was, um, even at at an early age. And so that just started my kind of journey into entrepreneurship. Um, I intentionally had to seek out mentors. Because uh, there wasn't a lot to to glean from in the the community that I was in. You know, I grew up in a town of about a thousand people. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I, I yeah, that was about I, the I, size of small. mine. So, well, yeah. <laughs> um, where it's like churches right across the street from the bar. You go to church and then you go to the bar afterwards, right? It's just the way of life. But I, I moved up to Minneapolis, uh, which is where I'm I'm still reside right now. Uh, literally the day I graduated high school, mm. and that's when I, I I started just to really surround myself with with people that had what I wanted. Uh, that's just a concept that I, I I grasped onto was I looked for the fruit in other people's lives and I did whatever I could do to get around them. Uh, if they, if they had, if they bared the fruit, of course, that I wanted, sometimes that was, you know, paying money to be in that room with them. Sometimes it was, you know, I just wanted a a seat at the table Mm. and sometimes I had to serve water at the table, uh, just to get, get in that room. But that's what, what, uh, I did. And ultimately that, uh, Uh, just exposed me to a number of different opportunities sales gigs that uh, allowed me to you know make money that allowed me to invest into certain businesses that ultimately allowed me to scale our main company social dynamic selling as you mentioned uh, which is really a concept of of selling one to many versus just one-on-one which has afforded me the ability to do what i what i truly love to do now which is our king's council as you mentioned that's our coaching company uh, for entrepreneurs. so we're we're a community of of, you know, you mentioned God. We're a community of kingdom-minded entrepreneurs that believe that we're here to create wealth and and we're to do it for purpose and and reason above and beyond just the fancy jets and and you know the things that people uh, think they're striving for. because one thing i I learned, Josh, is like money only makes us more of who who we already are.. Mm, true. Right? And when I started to make a lot of it, I realized that I was not that great of a dude. And, and through that, thankfully God never took his hand off me and allowed me to learn and grow in certain areas, uh, which, you know, my, my goal with King's council now is to really teach that to others, um, and how to still acquire wealth. Absolutely. I think that's a need and a a necessity, uh, but it's more of what we do with it and our heart's disposition to it, which is the, the most important part. And that's really what the King's council is all about.
0: That's really fantastic. What, um, I mean, even in the Bible too, it talks about money and wealth a lot in a lot of different areas. It's not like God's against money or you know you can't have it or anything like that. I mean, He encourages and right. um, you know uh, talks about
1: why you need to have it throughout the book. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, it's it's God that gives us the ability cr- to create wealth. It's Deuteronomy eight, and uh, the the problem that most Christians, I just believe the Christian community, and this isn't a, a shot at them at all because I am a Christian, but most of them are, are broke, broken and defeated. Mm -hmm. And they think that somehow that is more virtuous than, than, um, being able to walk into, into the God given authority that he's given us. Right. And it's not more virtuous to be broke. Uh, and it's not, you're not wicked to have wealth, right? It's like, it, it's our heart's disposition to it at the end of the day. A lot of a lot of believers will say, well, you know, isn't money the root of all evil? It's like, no, it's not. Money's simply a, a freaking tool, right? It's it's a piece right. of paper, number one. But also it's it's the love of, it's the verb in that sentence that that really is what gets people. And uh, and I think just in that Christian community, it's like if if I can love God first and and make money serve me, that that's how we can actually operate in authority as as kingdom entrepreneurs and believers. And um, again, man, that's what we coach on within the King's Council.
0: That's awesome. And with that, too, I mean, I know one of the biggest things is even, you know, is like you can't go out and help and empower others or help others. You know, if you don't have the wealth to be able to go do that and it doesn't do any good to put yourself in poverty and in debt to be able to you know, try to do that when you're better off generating, making wealth and then, you know, going back and helping
1: as many people as you can. Absolutely, man. And really what, what, what really brought this to light for me was the parable of the good Samaritan, whether you're a Christian or not, most people have heard this, this parable before. And it's, if you actually, you know, spend time and read it and study it the way that I did, I realized that it's incredibly expensive to be the good Samaritan. If, if you think about it, because if, if you actually read it, it was uh, uh, the Samaritan was walking on the side of the street and a guy got, you know, basically freaking mugged and, and he's beat up and he's, he's wounded and he needs help. And actually, it, the scripture actually says the priest passed on the other side of the street because he didn't want to mm-hmm. help him. The, the priest yep. did this, right? And then the Levite did it. And then the Samaritan comes along, which in my probably sick entrepreneur mind, I'm thinking this guy's on business. <laughs> right? Like he's rolling through, he's got things to do. And then he sees this guy and he's like, I'll oh, snap. I got to, I got to help him. And he bandages him up. He takes him to the inn. He actually pays for him to sleep in the inn. And then he says, listen, I got to go on. And, and again, in my mind, I'm like, I got to go on and, and conduct business. Uh, but when I come back, if there's even, if there's debt due, I'll take care of that. Then just take care of this guy. And then it's not two sentences later. Uh, Jesus actually says, "Which one showed mercy?" Mm. And it's it was the Samaritan. And and then he says, "Go and do likewise." And I was like, "Oh man, if I'm called to be the Christian that Jesus has called us to be, it takes an incredible amount of money to be able to do that." And that's where where my heart has has been when when that I had that revelation. It's like we got to we got to do this for sure. We, we have to do this if 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 we're going to be operating within our God given calling